1: at the beach for a while. Beach and Company. The all-around talk of the town. Beach and Company. He'll pick you right up when you're down. Beach and Company. Sandy's Ah, on the air, making Buffalo ah, proud. ah, He's bigger than life and twice as loud. News 930 presents to you now, Sandy.
2: hello, 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 it is Beach and Company, I'm Sandy Beach, and yes, 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 every day now we have a lot to talk about, (laughs) especially today, yes, what are you going to do, how are you going to do it, and all that good stuff. Uh, Let's see, we usually start the show by doing a roundtable on how my guys have done, and what my guys have done, and maybe occasionally who my guys have done in the the last uh, 24 hours. Uh, Tony, any exciting news to tell us from Tony land?
3: Well, uh, you see, yesterday I had to perform emergency surgery on uh, my truck. That was a lot of fun.
2: A surgery? Did you wear a mask?
3: No, I did not wear a mask.
2: Oh, Tony, you're a surgeon. Even though it's not a person, it's a truck. It has feelings too, you know.
3: Yeah, and I didn't social distance from it either.
2: (laughs) Six feet from the door? I should have been. (laughs) All right, what what happened to your truck? Now, here's a surprise. Something happened to his truck, okay. <laughs> the back
3: window uh, came out of the house and discovered that the back window was leaning out. Both latches that hold it on at the top had rusted off completely. Oh, my
2: God. So you had no window between uh, your seats and the bed?
3: It was just wide open. Uh, so what we did was we drilled the old uh the old bolts out that had rusted, and we were able to tap into it and put new threads, put short bolts with a rubber washer. Uh, hopefully that will rubber hold it in washer, place. No, but washer. I nibbled on her right
2: On right ear, yeah. <laughs> 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 so now is it firmly in place?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's not going anywhere, and it's not vibrating anymore. So that's a good, uh, good well, thing. Well,
2: that's, that's good. Any Anytime you can drive a truck that's not vibrating, but I think the first thing you said is more accurate for your truck. It's not going anywhere.
3: What's <laughs> no, that? <not. laughs>
2: Many times it has refused the journey you have assigned to it. <laughs>
3: it goes on strike once in a while. Yeah, exactly. It's union.
2: Now, <laughs> now, who is that guy down there? Is that Joe Beamer? You know, you don't need Joe Beamer on the show. I can hey, just tell you that. come on I'm now. D- now, what's the matter with you? <laughs> uh, do you really need two other guys to do a morning show? I don't think so. Here, speak into the microphone. You I want you to go viral. <laughs> Does that sound familiar to you? <laughs> a little
4: too familiar.
2: <laughs> yeah. What's new with you, uh, Beamer, in the last 24 hours?
4: Not much. You know, yesterday started the 75 Hard Challenge. Um, so I am... Everything about the challenge for me is easy, except for the having to read 10 pages of a book every day. Uh, what is
2: the 75 heart challenge?
4: So it is, you have to stick to a diet with no cheap meals and no alcohol for 75 days.
2: I'm out of this already. Okay.
4: <laughs> so, you know, the, the no alcohol is going to be a little difficult with uh, the July 4th holiday coming up. But I- I'll, sure. do ju- I'll do just fine. A gallon of water a day, which as you and Tony know, I drink a gallon of water during the show. So Yes, not,
2: we know. Yes. Not, here, here's an example of how we know. Now let's go to Buzzy. <laughs> He's not here. Oh, I'm sorry, he's not here. It's that (laughs) gallon of water he's been drinking.
4: I got to get better about that, yes. Okay. And um, so you do that. You have to take a progress picture every day. Uh, You have to do two 45 minute workouts. One has to be outside, which, with the gyms closed, they're both outside. And you have to read 10 pages of a book every day. Out of all that. You get to pick the book? You get to pick the book, which my book is David Bellavia's to kick the challenge off with. Oh,
2: that's a good book. Yeah,
4: and let me tell you, 10 pages in, I don't want to put it down.
2: Ten pages of that, you want to go uh, go out on <laughs> combat?
4: Yeah, exactly. I, oh my gosh, I, what a what an illustration of uh, not only what David had to go through and how heroic he was, but ever all of our men and women that go overseas and what they face every day.
2: Well, after I read David's book, next time I saw him in my head, it says, "Be nice to him. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he can hurt you." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, you uh, got a lot of things. Uh, Had you not thought of starting this diet uh, on, say, I don't know, July 5th? Well, because, Sandy, uh, if I
4: started it yesterday, the first day I could start uh, having a cheat meal and having alcohol would be September 12th. That is the day of the big Virginia Tech Penn State game. So, if it happens. So, I wanted to plan it out to where it ended on a big Virginia Tech game and the next day would be the season opener for the bills so, so you're
2: gonna do all this sacrificing not knowing if the game will actually be played and then if the game isn't played what you're skinny and handsome and all left and nothing uh, I'll find I'll
4: find something to make uh, September 12th special <laughs> don't worry
2: oh man well anyway we got a lot to talk about so let's take the break. I'm going to try and hit my brakes on time today for Tony so he doesn't pull out what's left of his hair. On News Radio 930, this is WBEN. A couple of things uh, uh, we'd like to wish uh, Scott Levin a, a good recovery. Scott Levin, anchorman from Channel 2, um, found out he had some emergency back surgery. Alan Pergament wrote about it today. Uh, Scott will be out a couple of a uh, couple of weeks, so... Uh, They're going to miss him. He's really a major part of the Channel 2 news presentation. He's a good guy, too. Really a nice guy. And so we wish uh, Scott Levin all the best. Uh, Meanwhile, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. The NBA is going to paint on the floor of their upcoming beginning of the schedule, Black Lives Matter. They're actually going to paint it on the floor. Now, when I was in high school, we couldn't even walk on the gym floor without sneakers. <laughs> and now they're going to paint Black Lives Matter on the court. Uh, I guess they, uh, they think that's a good idea. Uh, to be honest with you, I think we're getting a little nuts. I think we're getting a little over-the-top crazy. Tony, what do you think? You go to an NBA game, want to see some fabulous basketball, and what's there? A message for yeah. you that Black Lives Matter
3: You know, the fact that uh, Black Lives Matter is nothing more than a uh, political fundraiser for the Democrats and a Marxist organization by their own words, uh, I wouldn't be happy about it. You know, and I was reading something by uh, a sports psychologist that says politics does not belong in sports. Sports is supposed to be an escape from your everyday That's troubles. That's
2: exactly right.
3: And we've blown it. It's no longer about uh, escape. Now the sports world, ESPN leading the way, feels that we need to inject uh, politics into sports and you know, with the kneeling during the national anthem, uh, this and that. And they're turning the average uh, sports fan off. And I think the ratings are going to bear out when we see uh, in the fall if they do get to play
2: yeah well, here's here, I've already been on record as saying, if I see any of that, I'm out. Uh, I'm out of it. Uh, and uh, I can I think we can count on that being part of the National Football League. They've already sucked up and said, hey we, we were wrong last time about Kaepernick. I hope somebody signs him, and we encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. so uh, I, I I will find it almost impossible that I'll be following football this year.
3: Look at the NFL. What they're saying is, you know, we're sorry to Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, but we're not sorry to Tim Tebow, who we came down on because he was praying, you know, yeah. uh, or anyone else that had messages of, uh, you know, religious messages. They came down on them, but, you know, hey, we, we got to apologize to Kaepernick.
2: Come so on. So now they're going to paint on the floor Black Lives Matter, in case you forgot. Uh, and so I may be through with basketball and football, and I mean it. I'm well, I haven't serious. watched
3: the NBA in, in a long time. It's not exactly a fun product. I miss the days of Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, uh, you know, Barkley. It's just not the same.
2: Jordan is where I stopped watching right after Michael Jordan left. Uh, so basically, uh, you're right, Tony. Sports is supposed to be an outlet for your troubles. When you bring your troubles into sports, then what do you use for an outlet? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, The bottom line, what do you think, Buzzy? A good idea, a constant reminder that Black Lives Matter, or is it over the top?
4: Well, here's the thing. I'd like to know what people who were upset when they started putting advertisements on the jerseys have to say about this. Uh, Sports is supposed to be a getaway. And, you know, I I said this on Friday. I, I have nothing against athletes who want to use Twitter, who want to go campaign for a candidate. If that's what you want to do, fine, go do it. Use your platform to get your message out there. I don't care. But the two and a half hours that is my escape from reality, which is, reality is so heavy these days. Just a nice escape. You know, they've taken Instagram away. That's no longer an escape. Uh, Sports, uh, which I love sports, has always been my escape. You know, you look at when things have happened here in Buffalo after the, uh, the plane crash in 2009. What brought people together and was an escape the hockey game the next day. That was what brought people together. Sports is supposed to bring people together. It's supposed to be, hey, I know it's a crazy world out there right now, but for two and a half hours, we are going to keep you entertained and maybe get your mind off of what's going on. Maybe get your mind off of the news for two and a half hours and focus on an entertaining game unless the Sabres are involved, uh, entertaining game. And, and then, you know what, after this, yeah, if the players want to, in their post-game uh, interview, if the players want to go on Twitter, they want to go campaign with Joe Biden, maybe they could do a speech since he can't, uh, then fine. But why during the game? Don't take the yeah. game away.
2: Well, that'll be there for you to see where uh, wherever. Uh, so that's uh, that's what their plans are for now. And I think sports is, is working its way out of my normal schedule in a hurry. I mean, meanwhile, last night I saw some video, and uh, there'll be more of it tonight because the people who are involved with it are, are coming on uh, Tucker Carlson. It's an uh, elderly couple. They live in a nice house, gated community. The mob uh, was looking for the mayor's house, okay? They, uh, they broke down the gate to get in. And they started advancing around, and they came to this house that uh, people have been restoring for 30 years. It's a beautiful house, very nice. They threatened, it's an elderly man and, and his wife, and they threatened him, they threatened her uh, that they were going to kill them. Uh, they said that they were going to burn the house down and kill their animals. I mean, how ridiculous is this? Uh, so they were, uh, they were advancing on the house, so the guy went in. And then the woman went in, they came out armed. The guy had what looked like, and although it wasn't a close-up, I couldn't really tell, but looked like an AR15. <laughs> he also looked like he had never handled it before, but uh, he had what looked like an AR, And the woman had a small handgun. And that's what stopped them. That's what stopped these clowns. They turned around and went somewhere else. Uh, but uh, you're thinking, if they, this is what it's going to come to. We're all going to have to do it individually. Uh, you know, you've heard the, this theme from tops, bad cops, bad boy, bad boy. What are you going to do when they come for you? Well, I think you don't have to be a bad boy or a bad girl to think if they're coming for your house, the only thing between you and them is uh, what you, how you can defend yourself. Because they, they called on the cops. Nobody showed up. They have private security for the complex they live in. Nobody showed up. So... It was like we said it would be. It'll get down to this one-on-one, on one, you against them, uh, plain and simple. And what did they look like? They they uh, they look like young punks, is what they look like. And uh, uh, so it's it's pretty sad that we're in this state uh, right now. It, it is so outrageous that when like Bernie tells me something, or I tell Bernie something, the usual reply now is. Oh, my God. Now they had video of, of uh, about four burly guys beating the hell out of an old, old guy. I don't know what this guy did or said that provoked it, if anything. Uh, but, yeah, he was doing that. And I'm thinking, that's not a good look. Uh, that, uh, that is not a good look at all. And those guys that are beating him up are lucky for one thing, that the guy didn't have a gun. He was unlucky not to have a gun, uh, but I'm telling you now, uh, the Second Amendment means more than ever. That's what it, it was uh, enacted to make sure we have some degree of safety when all else fails, even even uh, uh, elected officials. And you look at it now, what elect, elected officials have uh, made themselves proud? Most of them put their tail between their legs, and you don't see them uh, doing anything for it. So that's what we saw last night. Did either of you guys see that with the guy with the AR and the wo- woman with the uh, small handgun?
3: Yeah, I've seen uh, multiple things of it. I've seen commentary on it. Uh, he's a lawyer. Yeah, he's a lawyer. And uh, I don't know if it's true, but I've read that they are Democrats. They are supporters of Black Lives Matter. That's what it says, yeah. But it's funny in how <laughs> they're all for it until they come knocking on their door. What so happens to them. What was, the, what was the mayor of Seattle that they uh, knocked on yeah. her door? That she got. Yep. I don't know how to process this. Yeah. Come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, unless it happens to them, they don't understand it. But I think the bottom line, the, the takeaway from this whole thing is, it's up to you to defend yourself. Uh, you can't count on anybody else. And as far as uh, as far as the numbers of of uh, people uh, wanting to uh, defund the police, at uh, what ten thirty today in New York City, they're supposed to take a vote on uh, cutting the police budget by a billion dollars, a billion dollars. Uh, now, I don't know how much it costs to keep those cops on the street, uh, but the last thing New York should want is um, is to um, cut a billion dollars worth of police uh, because it's, it's bad enough now. It's Mad uh, Max Beyond Thunderdome now. So we'll see where that goes, but um, it's pretty pathetic. And if you think about it, I never thought, if if somebody proposed this world that we're in now two months ago, I would have said, what, are you crazy? If they proposed it as a story, you'd say, well, this would have to be a novel because this could never happen in real life. What, the mayor let him kill two people and wound two others? And she's still just negotiating the exit in Seattle? uh what they had uh, four shootings there in a couple of days two of them fatal
3: but yeah she's because oh this is gonna be like the summer of love
2: yeah summer of love my took us i don't know where she goes for the summer of love But anyway, this is what's going on in our world, and that's what we got to talk about.
3: Can you imagine, Sandy, if Biden were to win, uh, Dems keep the House, what would happen to the Second Amendment? So you have the Second Amendment going bye-bye, police going bye-bye, welcome to the Wild West all over again.
2: I think, though, a lot of people would say, my guns aren't going anywhere, plain and simple. Because once you give those up, you've given up everything. Then what are you going to do? When they come, are you supposed to plead with them. Maybe offer them a crisp five-dollar bill. What are you gonna do? I'd like it'd be an interesting uh, thing that I hope we never have to see. We'll be back with more. We got three subjects today on News Radio 930. This is WBN. And we are back, <clears throat> pardon me, we are back with the uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. Tony, uh, say a couple of words while I take a sip of water, please.
3: I love it. Uh, Joe and I were just talking about the Patriots signing Cam Newton and everybody getting all depressed. Oh, no, the Patriots are going to be back. No, McDermott knows how to play against, coach against this guy. He knows his strengths and he knows his weaknesses. Oh, okay. I welcome him to the AFC East.
2: Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad to see Cam uh, Newton go to New England because I don't like New England. And I don't like Cam Newton, so out of all the quarterbacks that could have gone there, uh, I, I'm glad Cam did, so I can continue not to like the whole team, including the quarterback. See, I got, I got a root. See, can you
3: imagine if Peyton came out of retirement oh. and signed with the Patriots? How sick would you be?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Okay, we got three questions today. The first is called "The Cop Versus the Woman" on the video. Okay. There is a woman on the, on the video, they've been playing it all morning, who was absolutely, in my mind, baiting the policeman. She was uh, interfering with, uh, with uh, what was going on there. She seemed to be a real know-it-all. Uh, apparently, the police got a call regarding a guy who, under the influence of drugs, who was violent. He was causing a problem. So the cop showed up, and, and by the time this woman got there, uh, there she counted 10 policemen. All right? So she gets out of her car, and she has the audacity to go up to one of the cops and say, you know, you don't need all of these people for this kind of a call. Like she's some know-it-all, right? She had a voice that will go right through you. A- anyway, uh, the, the cop was being baited, 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 baited. And finally, he called her a bad name, all right? Uh, Let me tell you something. He shouldn't have done it. Let's be on record for that. Uh, No, that's not called for. He should have been more professional. However, uh, she was absolutely baiting him. She says, now you're going to be, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you're going to be viral. That's all these kids uh, live for now is to produce a video that's viral. First of all, the camera was running well before any kind of a problem. So you knew she was out uh, searching for something to happen. She wants a, uh, a viral video out there with her name on it. And so the cop shouldn't have called her the name. Now the cop is um, suspended without pay. I say what you should do with this cop to teach him a lesson, give him a raise. Give him a raise. Because let me tell you something, Uh, these cops are out there, people are shooting at them. People are killing them. People are wounding them. They're not getting any support from the mayors and and the governors. They're on their own, basically. And you have the nerve to suspend this guy without pay? Now, he was wrong in what he did. I'm not defending that. But what I'm saying is, this is a big overreach, and she was trying to elicit some kind of response so she could post it. This was no actual incident; she manufactured it. So I don't know who makes the decision uh, on the uh, on the hierarchy chain of the Buffalo PD. Whoever it is, should uh, take a realistic view of this. This was a man-made problem made by the woman. Uh, who is now claiming, you know, uh, uh, that uh, she was wronged. Yeah, that language uh, does not deserve a a spot there. He shouldn't have done that. Having said that, the woman, if anybody should be charged, it should be her. First of all, who is she to tell a cop how many cops are necessary to reply to an incident? And she just pulled up too, so she didn't know what happened before this. This guy could have done almost anything. Uh, There were no guns drawn or anything like that. So I'd like to know from you, uh, what do you think, the man or the woman? Uh, We can all agree on one thing. Let's stipulate this. What he said was wrong. But beyond that, Buzzy, I know this is going to make your day. Do you have the video uh, and the audio on this?
4: Yes, give me two seconds. We do have the audio. We can roll. I apologize for the...
2: Here. Buzzy is uh, is uh, getting the audio, and uh, listen to how she's baiting him. She really is. And finally, he just gives her a verbal quip.
4: Okay, I had and to make sure this was the edited version. Here we go. Oh, cool.
3: <laughs> There's no need for all these policemen to handle someone who's on drugs. Mm-hmm. There isn't.
2: Okay.
3: Do you think they do You need... One, two, three, four, what's five, what's six, seven, eight, nine, okay. ten people to handle what's someone who's on drugs. He's not in his right mind. And violent. Huh? And violent. There's ten people that needs to handle someone. He holding a weight
4: in his hand. He could have smacked you in the head.
3: I wasn't near him.
0: I wasn't going to go near him. Radio. Yeah. I was far away from him.
4: Mm-hmm. You're
0: a disrespectful
4: little. F- That's who you are.
0: Thank you. You're going to be
3: viral. You're going to be viral.
2: Okay, that's. I mean, there's more to it. A lot of it's edited. But uh, Officer DeLong is now suspended without pay. And so I want to know how you think that turned out. Uh, There's a a difference between something that's actionable that you would lose your job over. This certainly shouldn't be that. So the officer was responding inappropriately, as it turns out, uh, to somebody, to a provocateur. And that's what she is. She's just, She was out there cruising, looking for something, and uh, in. Uh, I've heard other uh, pieces of this video in which she said, "Now we got him." Something to that effect. Uh, so eight zero three zero nine three zero one eight hundred six one six nine two three six star nine thirty. That's the first question: the cop versus the woman video. I'm with the cop on this one. I'd like to know how you feel. I'm probably going to be in the minority, but. Uh, I think you got to realize what these cops are going through, what we ask them to do. And we ask them to give up their life. And now he's suspended because he said bad words. Ooh. We'll be back after this on Beach and Company. So the first uh, question is the cop versus the woman on the video. Okay, we want to know, how do you stand on this? The cop was baited. She was setting him up. He shouldn't have said what he said. I'll, I'll grant you that. I'll stipulate that. But uh, he shouldn't be suspended without pay for it. Okay? So he uh, used some inappropriate words. Words. He didn't throw a Molotov cocktail at anybody. He didn't throw a piece of building supply at anybody. He didn't shoot anybody. He did none of that. Uh, and she's telling him how they should conduct the, uh, uh, the event. Uh, just an uh, uh, unbelievable setup. And so we got to stop this because a lot of these, um, a lot of these people are simply walking around with their phone ready to shoot something so they can have something viral. She wanted to manufacture something to have something viral. There's a huge difference there. Okay, my second question today, to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. Cuomo, in his usual political stance, wants the president to wear a mask, and he also wants the president to sign an executive order that the entire country should wear a mask. And I want to know if you favor that or if you don't. Tony, you get to answer first. To mask or not to mask Cuomo versus the president, Uh, would you like to see the president wearing a mask, and would you like to see the president putting out an executive order where everyone has to?
3: I don't uh, want him to put out an executive order uh, ordering everybody to wear one. If he is not up close with someone or in this face, he doesn't need to wear a mask. Um, the mask is to protect others from you. You're, it's not going to protect you from anything airborne. Uh, it's to keep it when you spit, uh, when you talk, people spit. So you want to keep that. Uh, saliva inside the mouth. You don't want it spreading the virus that way. I understand that. I get it. And that's fine. Uh, but, uh, you know, to ordering, I don't know. I don't think uh, i don't think it's right. Political. And here's the other thing, too, is in the, I've read many articles that have said there's no science uh, behind whether masks work or whether social distancing is working. And this goes all the way back to what we said in the beginning. Who do you believe?
2: And it's all political. Yes, there's it is uh, all political. Cuomo and the president. And Cuomo's got a lot of nerve. Did you hear Bon, not Bon Jovi. I always call him Bon Jovi. Bon, Jovi. bon Gino. Dan Bongino. Uh, yeah. Did you hear him talking about? Uh, he was on the uh, five and he said, you know, I, I don't know how to handle it. I'm not really sure how to say it. Well, I'm just going to say it. He says, Cuomo sucks. And wow. <laughs> everybody got, uh, he got everybody's attention in a hurry. And uh, he's, he's been fabulous the last couple of weeks. Um, Beamer, tell me, should the president wear a mask and should he sign an executive order that everybody has to? Well, here's
4: so here's where I'm, I'm mixed on it because obviously I support the president. I do wish... When he was in walking to the podium, when he was in crowds of people, I wish he would wear a mask, especially when he's in places like Arizona, Texas, where you see the, the spike up. The only thing I have against an executive order is why do people where the cases have almost gone to zero, we're talking middle America, right, Montana, Wyoming, where the cases aren't spiking like there are in Florida, Texas, why should there be a national executive order? What is so difficult for the states to put that in place? I really don't understand Governor Cuomo's obsession with it being a federal thing. Should Florida have a mask rule? Of course they should. Should Texas? Of course they should. But I think that's on the governors of the state. That is not a federal legislation. Well,
2: what we've seen of the governors of the states, in not in COVID, uh, but in uh, the uh, the violence of Minnesota and the, the violence of, uh, of the uh, CHOP and all of that stuff, uh, we, we've seen that the governors are not always very responsible. Neither are the mayors. Uh, so that's probably the thinking behind that. I mean, yeah, I'd like to think that all the governors are grown up. But from what I've seen so far, they haven't shown me uh, much proof of that. Ever since the, uh, the death of George Floyd, that whole aspect has gotten totally out of hand. Uh, Yeah, it was a gruesome death and something I've never seen before. It brought me to near tears. But the bottom line is uh, I wouldn't count on the governors to do the right thing. All right, the third question is back to school. Wow, back to school, boys and girls. Yes, I know it's only June 30th not even July yet, so we got all of July and all of August and a little bit of September in a normal school year. Do, do you feel uh, that the, the schools should be opened come hell or high water in the fall? Well, I have a little survey here, boys and girls. Uh, it was in the Buffalo News and I got an article here. It says that 68% of parents, students, and staff want the schools to reopen. Now, uh, who knows what the reasoning is or what they'd even tell. <laughs> they might not even tell somebody taking a survey, yeah, i got to get the kids out of the house. They're driving me nuts. Because most of the time the image we have is uh, Beaver Cleaver and, uh, and, and Wally Cleaver and Ward, who once said to Barbara, well, never mind that. But the bottom line... <laughs> That will get me suspended without pay. The the bottom line is we don't have Cleaver families anymore. Mother's not wearing pearls while she's in the kitchen whipping up a hot meal or uh, whipping up a hot ward. Who knows? You know what I mean? Uh, So, guys, what do you think of that? Uh, should uh, the kids go back to school in the fall, 68% say yes.
3: Absolutely, they need to get back to school. Uh, one, we've been told by the so-called experts that the kids are, um, let's see, the least ones, least likely to get it, least likely to have any really effect on them. If we go back to November, which I believe I had the uh, the Wuhan virus, my kids were also sick. But theirs was at such a minor level. Nick had a sore throat, and uh, Sam had a cough. That's it. All right. So with that being said, they'll be fine in there. Uh, are they going to spread it around to others? We've been told that no, that the kids are not likely to transmit the disease. So what are we doing?
2: So Mr. Beamer, you don't have children, but you can give a you can venture forth an opinion. Should the schools go back, come hell or high water, in September?
4: I am quite close with the teacher, though, Uh, and that's true. (laughs) I I think you know if things stay down the way they are. You bring her an apple? Well, yeah, of course, on Teacher Appreciation Day.
2: Teacher, you little brownie, (laughs) you. Okay. Um,
4: but you know if the if we don't see a spike and the cases continue to be down again, just like with the flu, if an adult in the house is sick, is not feeling well, well then with this COVID-19, keep the kid home, right? You, you, you can take it into your hands to prevent it, um, but there's no education, there's no learning like in-class learning, and well, me- I don't think this, the kids can go another year without having that teacher-to-student uh, relationship.
2: Now let me ask you this, not that we're talking about any particular teacher, we're just talking about teachers in general. I think that maybe you might get some advice from somebody who might be a teacher under some circumstances. Uh, and is this person anxious to go back to school? Are, does she speak for others? Or is, are they happy the way it is right now?
4: Uh, from teachers that I'm talking to, uh, yes, she would like to go back to school.
2: All right, well, that's good. <laughs> All right, let's see. Got two minutes. No, I don't. I was just about to go to a phone call and I heard. Da, 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 da little piano music. All right, we're asking the girl uh, versus the cop video. What do you think of that? And uh, how about uh, back to school? 68% say yes. And Cuomo wants the president to wear a mask and sign an executive order to have everybody wear a mask. How do you feel about that? We'll be back after this.
1: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?